Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, you're going to meet the state program manager for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. She's going to talk about the history of this wonderful organization and what lies ahead. That's next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, if you go back historically, like the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, the, the country was pretty permissive when it came to drunk driving. It was only after Mothers Against Drunk Driving launched in 1980 that things began to change. To talk about that today, uh, Emma Dugas. She is the uh, MAD State Program Manager. Thanks for coming on the show. Great. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm really happy to, to share our mission. So um, we gave the date, 1980. Man, that was a long time ago. That was 40 plus years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Over 40 years. Um, a mother lost her 13-year-old daughter to a drunk driver, so she started MAD. And now we are nationwide. We're one of the largest uh, nonprofits in the United States that focus on supporting victims uh, who lost loved ones to these crashes. And it's not just drunk driving. That's uh, absolutely right. Uh, we were seeing a lot of poly use out there. Uh, so we saw um, a lot of not, not only alcohol, but also drugs as well. So we added drug driving to our mission. And we're gonna pull up the website. And as we scroll down the website, let's talk about some of the things that you guys do. It's not just education, it's also um, reminding judges, right? And you guys go to courtrooms? Absolutely. So um, our vict uh, victim services team, they actually uh, go to court with our victim families and help guide them through that process. Uh, the average DWI case can last anywhere from 18 months to 24 months. And that can be a long time for a family to uh, get justice for their loved one. So our victim services team works with the prosecutor um, to help uh, the families understand that process and walk them through it um, so they can uh, get to uh, that, that justice. And um, they also, our team provides what's called an impact statement. Um, so this is when right before the judge will sentence our offen the, the offenders, they allow the family to come up on the stand and read their impact statement to their offender and say what they want to say. Um, and we have a guide that will help the family write everything out. Wow. And the, uh, the court system's got much more serious about this, haven't they? Uh, yes, we, uh, we, uh, you know, we look into those sanctions um, and, you know, we want to make sure that the full extent uh, of, you know, punishment is, is, carried out. Sure. Uh, I found a great video. It was done two years ago, but let's go ahead and roll it. My daughter, Patty, at age 10, this is her picture, 
was the youngest child killed in the nation's deadliest drunk driving crash. A repeat offender drunk driver crashed head on into a church bus and the result of the ensuing fire was the death of 27 people. Well, my husband and I were headed home uh, when we were rear-ended by a young man who thought he could drink and drive and our uh, car toppled over. Some of the kids and I were thrown out. My husband um, got out of the car with one shoe and burned the meat from his hands trying to extinguish our flames. My 19-month-old nephew was burned 90% and he lived for six hours. My four-year-old daughter lived for two weeks. They took my unborn child by an emergency C-section in hopes that she would at least make it and she did make it, but as a result, she's legally blind. I did make it, but I've had years of therapy, years of surgery. I suffered a broken neck, and miraculously, I was only at one quarter inch, they said, of being totally paralyzed. This is Helen Marie, who was killed on a bright and sunny afternoon, uh, June 1st of the year 2000, rotolating on a bike path when she was run down by a drunk and marijuana-impaired 17-year-old girl. This picture is of my two of my sons. And of course, the youngest of them all was the one that was involved in a crash or it really was a pedestrian. My sister and her baby were killed in 1984 um, at 1.45 on a beautiful sunny Wednesday afternoon on their way home from a doctor's appointment. Our daughter, Alyssa Joy, Alyssa Joy Withers, was 15 years old when she was killed by a, a drunk driver. He was an underage driver and he lost um, control of the car because he was impaired and because he was speeding. As a result, Alyssa was a passenger and she was killed. What they don't see when they choose to party, when they choose to celebrate and get intoxicated, what they don't see is the victim side. What we have to go through, the result of those who are making the wrong choice to drink and drive. I can't tell you how much my son meant to me. It was a senseless death that didn't have to happen. It, all it took was someone to think just a few more seconds and realize. You never get over the heartbreak of your children. Drunk impaired driving is the number one killer on our highways. It can happen to anybody anytime, including the impaired driver. It's easily prevented by just not getting behind the wheel. And I know it sounds simple, just make the right choice the next time. And every time. It's 100% preventable. We've been working for 40 years almost. And every time we hear of another victim's story, it breaks our heart. It shouldn't be happening. There's enough ways for people to get transportation. The bottom line is that impaired driving is still as much of an issue today as it was when MAD started in the early 80s. We're still losing 10,000 Americans as a result of someone who is making the wrong choice to drink and drive. Now my work uh, is in her name and she would be there saying, Mother, say something, do something. And Matt has given me the platform to do just that. And that's why I'm here. Wow, it's so powerful when you see the faces. Um, talk about your own journey. Uh, do you have any experience with this in your family? Um, so um, unfortunately, um, our family lost uh, my brother-in-law at age 23. I'm sorry. 
So we took a short break uh, to allow Emma to compose herself. Um, please share the rest of the story if you can. Sure, thank you. Um, it, it was important to me to work for Matt because of their mission um, and it, how it's related to uh, losing my brother-in-law. Um, he struggled as a teen um, with drugs and alcohol and behind that it became you know him being arrested several times um, <clears throat> him struggling in school um, and so when i started working with mad what uh, is really one of my passions is their underage drinking prevention programs because um, not only do we talk about uh, crashes sure. and the fatalities behind it we also talk about uh, other underage drinking related deaths uh, such as like homicide or suicides or alcohol poisoning. Um, and what I love about MADS programs is that uh, not only do we talk about those dangers and consequences, we also talk about strategies on how to be prepared and healthy strategies to deal with those bad days um, and hard situations. So they can allow their brain to finish developing because um, we've learned that when you drink alcohol um, underage, that it has long-lasting negative effects against their uh, growing brain. And our brains don't finish developing until mid-20s. And so that's why they changed the law to 21. So we can allow our teens to finish developing their brain so they can make good choices. Sure instead of emotional choices. And uh, as we show some stock footage, I, I wanna uh, get you to weigh in on this. I, I don't know that anybody ever said, I'm gonna get drunk tonight and I'm gonna uh, risk other people's lives behind the wheel. It just kinda happens, mm -hmm. doesn't it? When you're listening to um, the offender in court, are they saying, I thought I was okay? That is a very common statement that I only had two beers or I only had a couple of drinks. But uh, one thing that we uh, teach uh, and educate the community on is any amount of alcohol in your system can impair you and not to drive safely. Sure. So we encourage people to uh, use that non-drinking driver, you know, and plan ahead. We have so many options out there. It's 100% preventable. Yes. And so uh, we, we encourage them to do that. Are the bars getting better about uh, flagging uh, potential drunk drivers and saying, sir, no, you, um, you need to take a Lyft or an Uber? Um, I, think, I think it could always improve. I mean, I, I, I believe that we have better resources to help them. Um, we also have the TABC, uh, the the uh, Texas Alcoholic um, uh, Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission. Sure. They're the ones that uh, you know investigate those restaurants and bars to make sure that they're in compliance. Sure. They also do investigations whenever there is uh, a fatality uh, that is related to uh, sure. that bar. Um, just an example: um, the detective who uh, was killed in. Uh, and Lake Worth. Uh, he was a detective with the Euless Police Department. 
and they were able to bring in TABC to uh, do the investigation at uh, the restaurant he was at and was able to uh, uh, investigate to where the, the bartender did overserve. And so they were prosecuted as well. So I think um, it yeah. could always get better. Emma, we have about two minutes left. I want you to just look into the viewer's eyes and, and give one kind of final plea on why they need to kind of wake up. Absolutely. Um, our, our deaths are going in the wrong direction. Um, we've had over 13,000 deaths uh, in 2021 due to alcohol-related crashes. And I encourage you to have that non-drinking driver uh, as uh as your option, always plan ahead um, so you and your loved ones can get home safe. Outstanding, thank you so much. We're also gonna leave with the website, which is mad.org forward slash Texas Emma Duga. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, thank you for having me. That's it for now, we'll see you next time.